It's about to get messy. Grab your phone, grab your wine, and listen with your bestie. Spill the tea, keep it G, and tune on in. Grab your seat, because our show is about to begin. Ow. Birds flying high, you know how I feel. Sun in the sky, you know how I feel. Breeze drifting on by, you know how I feel. It's a new dawn, it's a new day It's a new life for me, yeah It's a new dawn, it's a new day It's a new life for me And I'm feeling good Happy New Year and welcome to the Messiest Fuck Podcast. This is Nicole. And this is Yaya. It's 2020. 2020. Right. Like a whole decade, girl. I know. I like the way 2020 sounds. It does sound good. It sounds good. It does. (laughs) I'm just like, I don't know. I feel so good. It's like a new year. I'm blessed. I've got like, like not everything that I wanted to happen happened, but I mean, it's something that can still be in the works and I'm just kind of like you know, reflecting and yeah. looking back and just thankful for like where I'm at right now. Yeah, it's always exciting to start a new year and you're wondering what's going to happen this year. How is your life going to change? Exactly. So it's always an exciting time and, and it's after the holidays. So it's like you get that break now between, you know, the holidays and, and getting back into a normal schedule. And I love it. Do you set resolutions? You know, I I don't set resolutions because I feel like I don't want to be held to like my own personal hell where I'm like, oh, my God, I didn't meet my resolution. But I always try to think like, what can I do to progress? And so yeah, like to improve yourself. Yeah. So it's more like reflecting. That's a good. What about you? Do you do you do you? Um, you know, I did in the past, and now I try to set like like there's just like things I'll put out there, or like I'll give myself like a theme. I didn't do a theme this year, but one of the things that I said that I wanted to really focus on was not allowing people or events to have so much control over my being like Mm. to really be responsible for how I'm reacting to situations if there even needs to be a reaction and just how to like better regulate my emotions that's a good one also a big one for me is um like not tolerating less than what I deserve yeah now my best friend would kill me for saying that because he always says like he hates the word deserve and you have to work towards things and things like that but you listen Look, I, I'm at a point in my life where yeah. I'm like, OK, I know what I'm tolerating. Yeah. I know what I'm not. And I ain't got no time for when bullshit you got your, When you got your shit together, it doesn't make sense to surround yourself with people that don't have their shit together at this point. It's just going to bring you down. Like you're supposed to surround yourself with people that are doing as good as you or better. Exactly. You know, so I think it is important to know your worth and know what you deserve. Exactly. Personally. I agree. So I'm looking forward to 2020, me the too. year ahead. My ass deserves to be in the gym. 
Oh, I, girl, I was just talking about that. So I, I, went, gym. I went to grade school with this guy who eventually opened up Jada Blitz. Oh, shout out to Jada Blitz. Okay, okay. Um, they're on Transit Road in Williamsville. Okay. I'm starting classes there. You need nice. to join me. I'd love to. Will you Look, join me? Yes. It's it's classes are going to be starting uh, like group fitness classes okay. pretty soon. So we should do it. We do should do these it. Th- these thighs and this ass needs to go to the gym. <laughs> You know what I'm saying? It used yeah, to be slim, we, thick. Now I'm just thick. It's not, we need to tone it up. We need to tone it up. all the way up. <laughs> so looking at, you know, ahead this year, I'm so happy that we've got this podcast going. Yes. And hopefully we can bring some other stuff to our, our listeners. And Yeah, I think it'll be exciting. I think it'll be great. Um, one thing I do need to talk about that started at the very end of last year <laughs> okay. is something that has saddened so many people in oh. the Western New York area. The famous pizza spot, Leonardi's, oh. has closed its doors after nearly 50 years of business in the Western New York area. They closed on December 29th, and all of social media has been buzzing about this, and it's just been everywhere that everybody's so sad about um, them closing. So in 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 honor of everyone's <laughs> feelings surrounding Leonardi's pizza, this is what I say. No, I miss Oh, we will definitely we will. miss you. There's, look, I live right around the corner from there. I'm th- I'm regretting all the times that I didn't go get Leonardi's. I was there just recently when when my family was in town. We got pizza and, oh, and uh, wings man. for the the Bills game and the Ravens game. And luckily, I didn't even know they were closing. And the oh, guy threw in man. two uh, two liters for free. And I was nice. like, Oh, thanks! They're trying to clear house. Exactly. <laughs> didn't even know that they were closing. Wow. So we will miss you, Leonardi's. You've been a staple in the community. And, you know, there's not going to be another one like you, in my opinion. (laughs) But anyway, there's a lot of shit we need to get into. We do. A lot of shit's been happening. Okay, so we need a whole pot of tea. We do. We do. (laughs) Um, Swizz Beats. Let's just start with him. okay? Okay. And his his whole baby mama wife situationships. Right. Okay. So Swizz Beats, we know, is married to Alicia Keys. Right. Okay. Yes. And Swizz Beats has an ex by the name of Jana or J- Jana Sebastian. I don't know how to pronounce it. She's from the UK. Swizz Beats and her share a daughter by the name of Nicole, and the daughter lives with her mother in the UK. Okay. Okay. And so Alicia Keys is a stepmom in this scenario, and the baby mama does not like the way that Alicia Keys is raising uh, their daughter. Okay. Okay. So she goes on to basically start her Instagram rant by saying that... um, Alicia has been asking the daughter Nicole to call her Umi, which means mother. And so just Umi. <laughs> yes, exactly. <laughs> Umi, mother. So we we this is what I just I just want to have I just have to play this because it just it, it just correlates. Umi, owe me some money. Exactly. <laughs>
what this is what Ms. Sebastian, the baby mama, is saying that like she is the only mother in this situation. The girl only has one mother mm-hmm. and that Alicia Keys is, sen- is essentially overstepping her her boundaries as Nicole's stepmother. I don't I- <laughs> I think ba- oh, baby mama job. Look, baby mamas out there, y'all need to take a seat. And I'm a baby mama, right? But everybody needs to take a several seats down, I think. Because baby, these baby mamas feel like they own these men. Like, once you have a baby by someone, do you own him? No, but at the same time, like, okay, if you're in that kind of a situation, you have to tread carefully when there's a right. child involved. So in, in this situation with with Swiss Beats, the major issue that the mother has is not just about the you don't know my name and you're calling me Umi and you shouldn't be doing that. But Alicia apparently uh, purchased an iPhone for Uh, Nicole the daughter and she was like doing all of the parental controls on there and created an Apple ID without the the mother's consent Um, and apparently she went against the instructions of the mother to not allow the daughter to go on to social media because it was interfering with her studies so now she's like going against what the mom said it just it's there's a lot of moving pieces and it doesn't sound like there's a lot of good communication amongst the group look if alicia keys is your baby daddy's wife let her buy stuff let her buy that child an iphone 11 let her buy that child a car let her pay the car insurance let her pay for college let her pay (laughs) all of it just the whole thing just like i mean look how much influence can alicia keys really have when you said the daughter lives with the mother right the daughter's living overseas in the uk with mom so how often i mean i think there's like different levels to this how often is alicia keys really around this girl well swiss swiss gets onto instagram and confronts the baby mama and, and he's basically like sticking up for alicia and saying look the phone was mine i let her use it to call you right, right. chill out right. you know my number i'm not doing this on instagram right. call me i do think the platform she used was not the best choice right publicly like that yeah but her defense was you know i try to talk to you you scream Uh, at me i try mm. to reach out to alicia but she ignores my calls texts emails Mm. whatever she won't communicate with me and i'm tired of feeling like this and i know that there are other moms out there who feel like this but where is the line drawn like is she just being like that kind of bitter baby mama drama stuff or is this really a a, because i just bought my daughter a cell phone for christmas i I didn't run it past her dad i didn't say oh are you okay with this oh this and this and this and this i don't know if every little thing has to be discussed like you broke up for a reason you you know you ha- you trusted but, this person have a baby with well that's the thing it's the trust thing like yeah i feel like when the father and the mother don't have good co-parenting, yeah. that's when the layer of the stepmom becomes an extra problem. Right. Like if you're if if you're supposed to be able to trust the baby's the, father the parent, to the other say, parent, hey, right. I have our daughter in a good situation. Right. I'm right. making sure that in our household, good right. decisions the are made. The stepmother is just extra support, but the stepmother should not be the central, you know, the central player in the story. It should be the two parents who 
raising the child. Right. And then any people that the parents are with are just extra support, extra, right. extra love. But it shouldn't be, you know, there shouldn't be this bitter battle between everything. I mean, but I do see your point about the if if if, if the daughter is really calling her Umi mother. Yeah, I it's tough, right? Because I hear tough. her when she's like, you know, there's only one mother here in this situation. I do agree. There, you know, the mother's always going to be the mother. But I mean, it's Alicia Keys. Let her buy stuff for her. Let her do I mean, like, yeah. come on. Like, I feel like there's just deeper issues here. And yeah. I also just feel like, like I said, the co-parenting and yeah. the communication is off in this situation. Well, you know, I mean, there's, I, you know, I feel particularly connected to this situation because I'm I think a lot of us have been on both sides so mm-hmm. you know I'm in a relationship the person has um two kids by um, two different women and so there's two baby mamas in play mm. and you know I often feel like the person left out or I often feel like the mothers of his children like feel like they've kind of got that top spot with him like Mm -hmm, you know mm -hmm. like you know like if they have something they need to talk to him about that comes before you know like you you often feel pushed to the back but then I also have a child with somebody who is is now married to somebody else and so I sort of get that point of view too where like I don't want my daughter going over to her father's house and calling anybody else mother exactly or anything like that exactly so I kind of get both sides of it but I think there's a very fine line when you're co-parenting you just can't cross that line like you just have to have you know it has to be all about the child and really just you know live your separate lives so I really don't think she should be super concerned about Alicia unless there's abuse or something Mm -hmm. really to be really really concerned about right and call like a meeting like shit everybody has like Skype or FaceTime like get all three of them together so everything can be like on the same page yeah everybody's on the same page or even just a private conversation between her and between the mother and Swiss Beats. Exactly. You don't even really necessarily need to have a Sometimes Keys. you do, though. Sometimes, yeah. you know, that is his wife. She is also making decisions in the household. She does it's have true. interaction with the child. So sometimes you do but need to have that I would feel like powwowing with my man's um, really? baby mom. Yeah, I've like, done that before, personally. I, I have. No, but I it, but it's because it's, it's to the best. I guess benefit of the child like it's their best interest and like for my example it was necessary for me to have that conversation with them about my daughter's education and and what was going on in both households so that we could be on one one front one page and and how we're going to go about bettering never even met my um baby father's wife (laughs) I wouldn't say it's bad that's how disconnected from things I am like I'm like they're they live in their whole other world they can have their world Mm -hmm. and I haven't heard any bad reports of anything that I've had to really like jump in on so I never even met her so there's not even been an interest either no yeah she's not really like super trying to be super stepmom or anything so it's really very separate like Mm -hmm. him and I co-parent and then she's kind of just you know so I mean it hasn't been a problem but Okay, well, that's good. I don't know. It may come to that point. Who oh, knows? yeah. I think it'll eventually... Not over a bad situation. <laughs> yeah, hopefully not, not over anything bad. I'm hoping it just comes to that point at, like, something casual, like Maya, yeah. something for my... But for something for my daughter. But yeah. at the end of the day, you yeah. know, it is it is what it is. I mean, you have to respect your new relationship and your new spouse, and you have to respect the, the other parent. And yeah. it has to be a gentle... Yeah, definitely. Yes. So it was definitely a, a mess. 
messy back and forth on Instagram over this Ugh. stuff, but blended you know, family. We'll you see, see that movie happens. Blended? I did. I think Adam everybody Sandler. who has a blended family should watch that movie because it definitely a is a good movie and it makes light of of all the hardships of, of blended families. I agree. So. I agree. So we were talking about some bad news. So what's the what's the bad news of late 2019? Yeah. So 2019 without went out with a bang. And 2020 came in with a bang as well. So I have to mention Juice World. You know, um, I love the song Lucid Dreams. Love it. Um, he passed away. 21 years old. He had um, he was on a private jet headed to Chicago. Once he got to Chicago's airport, he had a massive seizure and passed away. And the word is that they were doing drugs on the plane mm-hmm. and the authorities were called in advance to exiting the jet authorities were called and he you know took everything they had the they ingested the pills that they had in order to keep from getting arrested and get in trouble and that just resulted in resulted his in his death basically an overdose um which That's is so tragic sad. and then you know to tie that all together then you know nick Gordon. He is Bobby Christina. So Whitney Houston's daughter, Bobby Christina's ex, Mm -hmm. Nick Gordon, was also found dead of an overdose on New Year's Day. Jesus. So we have, you know, two apparent overdoses. So so I guess the issue here is we have a culture now where like this kind of drug use is is just getting you know, more and more popular yeah. with the, the pain pills. The well, that, I mean, it's glamorized. It's glamorized. Rappers, artists, Absolutely. You know, yes. in the music industry, yes. it's glamorized. Yes. It's, we, we saw Lil Wayne had that problem with. Oh, yeah. Recently. Know, he had yeah. a problem. He yeah. had seizures over the drugs and, yeah, and stuff he was taking. And so this is really, really serious. And so what do we do? to yeah. stop glamorizing well, a, a lot of a lot of musicians or artists or whatever you want to call it, they're coming out and they're yeah. they're they're actually saying like sorry if my if my lyrics if my music promoted you know violence or drugs or whatever like definitely don't want you guys to be doing that and you know and 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 go down that road well so well, that's kind of a world, start that's that's definitely a start and like you know i think we also need to pay attention to like to this isn't you know some of this isn't just music like I mean if you listen to the lyrics of lucid dreams he talks about he'd rather be dead like some of the hardships he goes through with relationships where he's felt betrayed um he had a song recently um where he talked about you know he he ironically talked about he didn't think he'd make it past 21 Mm -hmm. he died at 21 so I feel like and um I feel like these artists are it's kind of a cry for help almost a lot of these artists you know whether disclosed or not um also go through a lot of mental health challenges for one reason or another at some point in their life absolutely and i think that also plays a major role in if they are using drugs or addicted to something else that you know is is an illegal substance and i think hand in hand being artistic can oftentimes go hand in hand with drug 
use with like um, mental health issues because to be artistic you have to have like a different way of thinking I think you have to be able to like open the box and like and a lot of people struggle with like mental health and you know I mean we've got your Kanye's your I mean everybody so right. I don't know I mean I think that these two recent deaths are really sad I know Nick Gordon's not a, an artist in that way but he you know that family I mean any death is sad but I'm just sad. you know but you might you might though. hate me for this people okay. might hate me for for this but disclaimer Nick Gordon <laughs> I'm sorry. A part of that was like karma. (laughs) I hate to laugh at that, but like, because I'm not laughing at his death. Like any death is terrible. But at the same time, like we know that he had a role in the whole Bobby Christina thing. And I just feel like there was definitely the rumor that he provided the drugs. Yeah. So it's like full circle. Like, but how strange is it though to have Whitney die of an overdose in a bathtub? Her daughter dies of an overdose in a bathtub. Now Nick Gordon dies of an overdose. I mean, it is just um I don't know if there's like a curse on this family or what is happening I have no idea but that's a lot of deaths at a lot of young age a lot of young ages in the same family exactly and close together I mean close together the end of 2019 beginning of 2020 and it's already starting off yeah like that so (laughs) I just I hope things get better I hope things Um, get better too don't do drugs. That's the message. Exactly. Today, guys. Remember the dare program? <laughs> do you remember dare? I no, used to, did you have? Okay. My daughter does dare. Do you, did you have a puppet? We never had a puppet. I just, I just oh, wore the shirt cool. and like did the like the too. TV, you know how the, the news yeah. people came to your school yeah, and shit. Yeah. I just did that. I know. Yeah. We had a whole puppet that used to come and talk to us and like, it was, a whole oh, thing. it was like official. It was so official. <laughs> so do they do that in schools now? Like, is there, is no. that, or is it part of like health? Now it's just like vaping. It's like an assembly. Thing. So they get the kids together and they have like a whole thing, whole presentation. Oh yeah. So now they've added vaping into the <laughs> Don't do drugs. Well, they, they are considering it like a drug. They much. also make the parents before school starts yeah. go into like this assembly, like this training on, um, you know, substance use and like the different things that kids are doing now because times have changed times and you have, have to do it or else the kids can't go to like the school events like wow. the dances and stuff. So it is like very you know, serious. I, I applaud that though, you know, because because like as a parent, sometimes you are a little disconnected from what's going on the school because mm-hmm. you're working you're doing this you're doing that you know and you and you try your hardest but sometimes you just I mean sometimes you just need an update like what are kids getting into these days I want to know what the, the new thing is going to be so yeah you know if oh, vaping gosh. is dangerous I want to know I, yeah. you know, I want to be and aware kids, like I learned at this assembly like they hide shit oh yeah like they hide drugs in like normal places that like oh, you would never be able yeah. to tell that, yeah. that yeah. you know they're hiding something that's scary and drug, scary drug use I mean, and drug use has turned to just kids going in their parents' medicine cabinet these days and getting it. So right. it's just, uh, yeah. I mean, I think this all ties in, really. So yeah, exactly. So I would <laughs> switching subjects a bit. <laughs> I was. Um, talking with my boyfriend recently about like marriage and you know like taking things to the next level and we were talking about wedding rings and what our what our rings wanted to look like and and things of that nature and soon after I come across the story of one of the members from the popular group Jagged Edge oh I love Jagged Edge Young girls, we might as well do it. Yeah. Feeling you all the while, girl. Yeah, 
Norman is one of the members of Jagged Edge. And he was recently arrested. Take a bro. Just just take a minute because this is going to be a lot when I say it. Okay? okay, I'm ready. He was recently arrested for sh- trying to shove a ring down his fiance's throat. <laughs> That's not funny. That is not funny. I don't even know. <laughs> you have a twisted sense of humor. That is so DV. Well, they got into a fight. I don't know how it got here. So point A was the fight because apparently his dad had cancer or has cancer. So it went from that to... Now, the ring being shoving, shoved down the throat. The throat she says... Connect these two things for me. <laughs> the, the, the fiance says that they were arguing about his drinking. Okay? Oh, interesting. Now, okay. in the past... On, on different like shows that the people were doing about Jagged Edge, right. there was an acknowledgement that he had some he had drug drinking and drinking problem? problems. Oh. And that he had a lot of like violence and aggression in him. So oh, now we Lord. hear this, and he also apparently during this time, the, the police found a like a golf ball sized welt on the girl's forehead. Oh, shoot. And he was like punching her and choking her with a scarf, allegedly. She got Rihanna. She got everything. <laughs> I that yeah, that is crazy. So he was charged with aggravated assault. I just want to know what happened to the ring. Like, did she ingest it? I don't think the ring the ring went down. Okay. I don't think right. she ingested it. She deserves it. to keep that ring. Yeah, I think he was trying to shove it and it never actually like oh, went down the trachea. Yeah, okay. So she <laughs> So thank Woo, God. God. So Needless to say, they probably won't be going down the altar anytime Ooh, soon. Yeah, probably not. So he's still behind bars. Uh, I don't know what's going to happen with that. But if he's got like, the, again, not the first time think something like this has happened with him. There needs to be an intervention. Right. He's going to kill somebody. Okay, here's my thing, though. I just have a question. So what's with all of... Okay, because listen, what is with all of these women who decide to date these men knowing their history? Because these are celebrities. They're in the public eye. You can Google them. Right. And find out what they've been up to. So, like, you know, the the Chris Browns, this story. Well, shit. What, we just talked about Nicki Minaj knowing that her exactly. now so husband was how doing do some foul shit. you into a relationship with so much information out there that you can look into before dating someone that's high profile knowing that, they, that they're that they're abusive. I think some women like don't how care. Do I think they well, overlook it. Care? They overlook it for other things. For money. A lot of times it is the money that's that's, that's motivating crazy, them. That's it crazy. is. So you could have millions of dollars, yeah. but you're going to be jacked up. Because I can understand getting into an abusive relationship that you didn't know was going to turn abusive. Right. That's one thing. But if you know this man's history is abuse, right. don't why sign even up for get, that. Yeah, don't sign up for it. Why right. sign up for it? That's what I always wonder with these women that date like the, you know, I don't know, that date any of these people that have like these, these twisted histories. You right. know, like, I don't get it. Yeah, I, I have no idea either, hmm. but I, it's an unfortunate situation. Yeah. Um, you know, we just talked about somebody throwing a goddamn, what is it, banana pudding in somebody's face <laughs> over their altercation. And I forgot about you and the pasta. Oh, don't bring that back up. <laughs> it's a sore subject. We've already touched on that. Don't forget. There's no more 
pasta throwing over here. Oh. Okay, I, I grew the, up from your that. Your pasta throwing days are over. Exactly, exactly. That's I grew good. up from that. <laughs> um, so yeah, I that situation is just is just terrible. Well, um, I have another couple that's not going to be walking down the aisle. Do you ever? Who's the hat? Sway Lee. Sway Lee. Sway Lee. His ex's name is Marlicia. I hope I'm pronouncing that. Marlicia Ortiz. Okay. She recently was on video on Snapchat, on Instagram, talking about how going just going off on the mouth and talking about how she would pay somebody twenty thousand dollars to kill Sway Lee. Yada, yada, yada. You know, she hates this thing, whatever, whatever. So later she retracted it, said she was mad, blah, 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 blah. Mm-hmm. You know, she mm-hmm. was just going off. Well, so no, I- she was trying not to get caught because that was a goddamn threat. Right. <laughs> let's keep it. Let's, let's keep, it, keep it all the way real. Right. Somebody probably was like, "Bitch, you about to get? You know, the police are gonna knock on your door." Exactly. So she did retract it. Whatever. Okay. You know, these are kind of the things that you keep quiet when you're just anyway. So she took it back, but Sway Lee's mother Uh-oh. was pissed. She specifically went on Instagram and said that she would put a bullet in anyone's head that tried to hurt her son and that ignited a back and forth, back and forth, back and forth between between um, Sway Lee's ex and his mother and they had some words for each other and she was like, I don't know why his mom's coming at me. She's 40 years older than me what? trying to come at me. Blah, blah, blah. That's a like, why is she interjecting in that whole thing? Like, mind your fucking business, lady. I don't know, though. I mean, if that's your child, I'd no, probably be like, I'll probably be like, I'll fuck you up, too. He's a grown-ass man. He's a grown-ass man. Like, let True. that man handle his own shit. She True. should not be interjecting into any True. of that business. But I, if anybody, look, if anybody ever comes for my daughter, though, they are about to get it. They better be ready. I'm telling you. But I can see if, like, the girl said something about the mother or directed her comment toward the mother. Right. Then I can see the mother interjecting. But if all of her comments were about what she might do or what she did do to Sway Lee... That's going to be between the two of them. It is it is the mother's role to protect. Right. But he's but at the same time, (laughs) you know, he's got big boy balls like let him let him handle his business. I I see both sides of that. I'm I'm fiery. Like I look if anybody ever messes with my daughter or threatens my daughter, they better be ready. That's all I'm saying. I hear you on that. They better be ready. I do. I do hear you on that. I do. And and that's the protective nature that we have as mothers. I don't care if she's 40 years old. I'm still going to be in her business. Let me me present the situation to you then. So let's say your daughter is, you know, 25 years old and she's dating this guy and this guy happens to to cheat on her and and then call her out of her name for whatever reason mm-hmm. and, and he he's doing all I'll this crazy ass. stuff on social media mm-hmm. would you interject in that situation hell yes but i would interject i'd be knocking at his door oh that's what i would be doing yep look what benefit is it gonna have look you don't understand. I am like crazy when it comes to my daughter. Like I've been up to the school. I've knocked on the principal's door before. I have called parents before. I will do whatever I have to do. So any 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 boy that wants to try to date my daughter better watch out. So you wouldn't let her handle it or try to handle it on her own before you even Oof. 
I feel sorry for the first boy that breaks her heart because he's gonna get it. <laughs> oh shit! Watch he's out! Get it? <laughs> Watch right? out! Right? Like, look, baseball bat, whatever I need to do, be knocking on his door. You ever oh seen that scene from Bad Boys? Yes, it's classic. Look, come on, that's look, that's gonna be you in like the female me. version. That's me and any man right. that I'm with, my future husband. He's gonna be the same way. He, it's gonna be him and I knocking on that door. Let me tell you. Okay, teamwork makes the dream work. Yeah. Um, I gotta talk about one of America's favorite people. <laughs> uh, the infamous Kim Kardashian. Ugh. So she recently did a photo shoot um, to portray Elizabeth Taylor. Yes. Okay. Mm-hmm. And everybody is in uproar because they think that she did blackface, that she was, you know, culturally appropriating and she did blackface and she she's did look always, dark in that picture. She's though. always trying to be black always and all trying this to other black. stuff. So let me just say before I get into some other stuff with that, in two 2017 she did another shoot one was like a Jackie Kennedy shoot and the other one was like I think for one of her products yeah and she had the same kind of critique then and publicly said that she can understand how you know it might have been offensive or that people were sensitive about it and because they felt that way she she corrected it and said that she would basically do better that she would learn from it and do better right well bitch you didn't do she better. didn't learn and she didn't do better so my thing is i do not agree with the blackface thing let me just put that out yeah i don't think that that's what she's going for i don't think she did that but i do think that she could have done something better to correct whatever the bronzing was, right. the tan was, the the lighting that she was under. Well, it's cultural appropriation, right? She wants to have the she wants to appear as exotic as possible. You know. What well, I'm then she's gonna use the whole. Well, I am like Armenian, and come on, because when she did that photo shoot for Legally Blonde, and she was portraying like that whole Reese Witherspoon, right? She looked like fucking Casper. Look, my I. I just look I recently had an Uber ride my Uber driver was Armenian and he was light as hell so I'm sorry like Armenian is not black and she's trying to put the two together like oh she has a right to kind of like get into the black culture and be involved in black culture because she's not all the way white no 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 it's it's cultural appropriation because at the end of the day if we had another civil war or something like that please believe she would be up in that plantation house chilling while everybody all the black people out in the field exactly so exactly yeah you they want to people want to be black until they don't Right. (laughs) Until it's convenient for them. No, that's so serious. Right. And Amanda Seals, who is very like super duper vocal about like cultural issues affecting the black community. She, I have different, like my opinions are different about her at different times. Like sometimes she goes hard, I think for the right reasons. Yeah. And then other times she, to me, she just goes left with things like she does too much. But on yeah. this on this particular issue, she went off 
on her Instagram page on Kim Kardashian. Amanda, she's light bright and almost white herself, isn't she? She's a lighter skinned woman, yes. But Amanda Seals is black and she sticks up for, you know, everything, everything black and, and try, you know. Right. But in this particular situation, she's like, Kim Kardashian gets no passes, no excuses. She did wrong. Ain't no getting around it. Well, I think Kim K has been in the game too long to be kind of making these kind of mistakes. I mean, she just had she just had her shapewear line come out and she was calling she was calling it kimono. It offended people. And so mm-hmm. she changed it to skins. I mean, like and the braids and the braids. I mean, yeah. like, so, you know, this is not her first rodeo with this type of thing. She should have learned by now, like what top, you know, what things are going to upset people. I don't know if she does it on purpose to get the yeah. media attention or what, but she she looked very dark in the picture. She just needs to just stay in her lane. You exactly. Know? Yeah. And I'm tired of Kim K. When are we going to stop photographing her and, and stop making her some sort of staple for how women should look? Because there's nothing real about her. Like, exactly. You know what I'm saying? Everything yeah. has been like, you know, fixed at the doctor's right. office. So. Everything's been perfected. Yeah. Yeah. I, I totally agree. So I disagree on the blackface, but I but I do agree with you. And, and I, I do think that she should have made better choices right. with that photo shoot. Well, I think this leads perfectly into what I wanted to talk about next, because um, I wanted to talk about Ari Lennox, the singer okay. Ari Lennox. She is a beautiful black woman, mm-hmm. but she's very natural. Like she often wears her hair in natural styles. Um, she's a darker skinned woman. She's gorgeous. Um, but she was very upset recently um on a about a post on instagram coming from a black male um not a celebrity but mm-hmm. just like a follower yeah like just a follower, follower. Uh-huh. um so this person got on there and said um ari lennox and tiana taylor are have a way of being very sexy but at the same time looking like rottweilers <laughs> Yeah. And that really was a trigger for Ari. She's been all over Instagram. It would have been a trigger for me, too. Absolutely. And she's been all over Instagram saying, you know, that black women are the most disrespected point blank period. She says that they're like black men have a hatred towards black women. Um, She was just very, very upset. And a lot of people are supporting her. Tiana and her have are supporting each other. And a lot of people are supporting her. And it just goes back to that time and time again situation of like you know black women are at the bottom of the barrel we're a minority and we're women I mean we just are not respected exactly you know and she was saying she went as far as to say you don't see white men you know offending white women the way that black men will offend us the way that black men will talk about our hair you know our hair or you know our body type or the color of our skin if we're not light enough if we're, if we're too dark like you don't see white men taking those same things and and saying it towards or towards white women or any other race it's really just right you know it's really just a shame that like like i take i take it for instance like i don't know if i'm right about this or not but i feel like I feel like in order for a black man to find a black woman attractive, she has to really be on point, like mm-hmm. hair done, makeup done. Nail- I might be wrong, but hair done, makeup done, nails done. But then you turn around and you see them date outside their race. And those same women, whatever race they are, they don't have to be on point. I mean, I'm sorry. Mm-hmm. I've seen hoodies 
you know, sneakers, no hair on, no makeup. Right. So what is it about the black woman that we are judged so harshly, you know, but I think we're judged harder than any. Well, because we're held to a higher we're held to standard. The standard, but it is really hard. You know, we have, and this is, this is an ongoing topic in the media. It's like, what, what does the black man want? Because they say they want us to be natural, but then we are natural. We're viewed as, you know, less than our hair is too kinky our you know this and this and this our features aren't good but then mm-hmm. when we start to straighten our hair and you know wear makeup and do this and or do that put weave in our hair and or whatever, put weave in our hair then, it's a then we're fake then we're this then we're that exactly so there's no middle ground there really is and why did this person like even feel the need to like give a backhand like, like he's that. he's negative like right what for what right this to, nigga to, to is two beautiful probably women like the ugliest troll right. out there ever to two beautiful women that are at the top of their game that are making you know that are making the charts to bring them down in that way to call them dogs because they are black women there will always be people out there to criticize and you have to ignore people like that like you do but I feel like was you think he was trying to get like attention and like stir the pot I don't know. I just feel like, like you said before, that black women are held to a higher standard. We're not, Mm -hmm. a lot of times our features are not viewed as beautiful. And so it is a constant struggle. It is a constant struggle. And I think that until our our men, I hate to make it a men, women thing, but until our men start really uplifting us and supporting us, I think it's going to continue to be a problem because who else is going to respect us if our own men don't respect us? Right. You know what I'm saying? Exactly. So, so t- has Tayana come out with anything? Because I know she's got a mouthpiece on her. I know. And I have not seen any actual comments coming straight from her. I just read an article where they are supporting each other through it. Okay. But I'm sure she has her own comments. Oh, I'm sure. So I'm surprised. Um, I'm surprised I haven't seen anything. What's his name? Her husband, Tayana's husband. Um, oh, yeah. Is, is that what's yeah. That? Uh, I'm probably heard. saying it wrong. Yeah. But Iman. Yeah. yeah, that guy. So I'm surprised he hasn't like um, come out, come out and like supported her too. and like say something because they yeah. both have like, you know, pretty vocal stances they on do. things like that. They and he do. seems to be super protective of her. Yeah. So when mess like that happens, it's, it's just it doesn't seem like it would be a shock right. to hear something from him. You right. know, so we'll see. So, That's like a follow up because we'll because I'm sure like, you know, they both will have opinions and stuff, too. But I just think it kind of tied ties into just we need to like the black community we need to keep uplifting our uh, each other you know black women need to uplift black men black men need to uplift black women Absolutely. and so other races will see us as worthy and if they don't who cares as long as our own race like we we love who we are that's just a step in the right direction already agreed so I feel bad for Ari, but I think she just needs to keep doing what she's doing. She's a gorgeous woman. Yeah, she got to keep pushing. She yeah. can't listen to like Tiana's gorgeous bullshit they're, like they're that. Both, they're both touring, making albums like they just need to keep going because, you know, they don't listen to the BS. Exactly. Precisely. Which goes back to exactly what I was saying to the beginning of the new year. Yeah. Like, just do not allow people to get to you like that and don't accept the bullshit. Well, I think social media has gotten too, like, you know, I mean, because who is this guy that commented? He's probably a nobody. He's like a random troll. Yeah. And so he's and he's 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 actually reached out and gotten a, a 
someone, a celebrity upset. So I think like, you know, maybe we need to back down on the social media a little bit and not, you know, and not feed into that. To that bullshit. Yeah. Right. Exactly. And speaking, and speaking of, of bullshit and BS, <laughs> this whole situation makes me want to fight. And I'm not even a fighter. Like, I don't even know why I want to fight for these, this, Just this woman. But <laughs> you don't throw bows, you throw pasta. All right. All right. Um, so Love and Hip Hop New York just came back out. Yes. Okay. And they brought back a lot of like the old people that were on this show originally. Right. And so one of those people is Sin Santana. Okay. And then you have um, the person she was just dating, which is Joe Budden. So they're no longer together now. Okay. Okay. Now on Love and Hip Hop, it starts talking about like, where their relationship was heading. So at that point it was, it was, start, it was like unraveling. Okay. There were rumors that he had a, that he was cheating and things like that. So the show kind of sees like it, it follows them and their relationship and how it's like basically just tumultuous. Mm. And now we have some other people who are, who are playing a role in their relationship Woo. too. So Erica Mena. Okay who is now married to or getting married to Safari, Safari, right? And having his baby. Erica Mena and Sin Santana dated for a while. Okay. I think they ended their relationship back in like 2014, somewhere around there. Like, yeah, cuz how long has she been with Safari? I'm not sure, but they they ended their know. their thing in around like 2014. That okay. I know for sure. All right. And Around um, 2011, so prior to them dating, Joe Budden was dating a girl by the name of Tahiri Jose. Okay. And he actually proposed to her in 2011 Mm. and she turned him down. Okay. (laughs) This was on... she say she was just like no just yeah no. basically oh my god she was like no basically because she couldn't like trust him and i gotta go into the vault and see this, this episode that's yeah, funny so so that happened and their their relationship ended right eventually so now on love and hip-hop what's happening is erica mena is now essentially playing messy matchmaker like Cupid and oh, trying she to a, get she pregnant she sit down yes she's <laughs> trying to get um Tahiri and Joe to like link up mm. like to try to like reignite the flame type mm, shit okay all while Sin and Joe are trying to like still figure things oh, out and co-parent okay. and all this other so stuff. So she's causing some drama. like So she's being shady and drama. she is like getting in the mess and mm. not minding her business mm. and apparently Sin is going to be confronting Erica when she finds this out. So this mm. this is going to be a saga her continue. matchmaking skills. <laughs> So they, like she really like got oh, them together like at her house like oh Tahiri God. was there and, and she called Joe and she's like Joe come over and oh come see God. Safari and here comes oh, Joe no. and then Tahiri and him are in the That's same room and she's like rubbing her ass on him <gasps> like just being like all playful and flirty girl let me tell you I I'm not sin but if I were sin in that scenario there would be an immediate problem Ooh. 
an immediate problem. Like what kind of rubber and a problem about, with like, Joey because he like shouldn't Jordan be Jordan Woods, Tristan Thompson rubbing. Yeah, like you know, like <laughs> like I'm gonna sit on your lap real quick. Oh, hell you know no. what I mean? Hell like no. I would have checked Joey for that. Right. But at the same time. Like knowing the relationship that Erica and Sin shared and Erica knowing what's going on with her, with Sin and Joey, why are you doing this bullshit? I would have snatched her fucking weave off or hair off so quick right. for doing some shit like that. Like, I don't play that well, shit. Well, does she have beef with the girl? So they they did in the past oh. and, and they, but they seem to have mended it to a point where they were like cordial and all this other well, stuff. sounds like they still have some beef. I, I don't know what the underlying thing is. I, I'm looking forward to Sin confronting her to see what she's going to say. Right. To see what Erica will say. But I just know, like, I don't play shit in those types right. of situations. Like, Sounds like a good season, You are though. not about to be right. playing Cupid. No. With my not even yet ex right. trying to, you know get him together with his act. I, I, you know, I'm not fond of playing Cupid. I'm really not. You, you know, like even outside of the celebrity world, I am just not that big of a fan of playing Cupid because you got to think like if, if they, if they go south, like real bad, you're like responsible exactly. almost, you know? Yeah, yeah you played and a part in that. You're playing a part in, in playing around with people's lives. Exactly. So I tread very carefully when it comes to that. I know people have been hurt by setups and things like that. I've mm-hmm. personally been affected by it so i don't know i try to stay out of that yeah. matchmaking stuff i hope sin is too much beats the brakes off her ass right. because <laughs> i just Woo. girl it is it is too messy for me to even like it's like i'm already getting like irritated by it mm. yes that would make my my heart rate go absolutely. Up. absolutely well i have some mess that kind of Kind goes of, along the yeah, same kind lines. of goes along with your mess because you know your show is love and hip hop. My show is the Real Housewives of Atlanta. Okay, that's okay. my so that's what's my going show. on with that. So Real Housewives of Atlanta. So there is a woman on there called Cynthia Bailey. She's an ex supermodel, everything like that. Um, so she has been dating this guy named Mike. Okay. And they, it has been an ongoing joke with the ladies on that show. They keep saying, oh, you know, you're so thirsty. You're too thirsty. Because every two seconds she's talking about wanting to marry this man. She went wedding dress shopping before she was engaged. Damn. That's how much she wanted to marry this man. Okay. She, every chance she gets, she talks about like, what are their plans going to be when they get Wait. married? What are they going to do when they get married? Girl, I got a confession. <laughs> that was terrible. I was trying to do like Usher, but it failed. <laughs> this is my confession. Uh, there you go. <laughs> I don't know where the fuck I was. Girl, we, we got to stay in tune. Anyway, I... Okay, you're going to be like, girl, you were so thirsty. Okay, what? so... It was the baby daddy and there was no ring on my finger. And somehow me and my mom found ourselves in David's bridal. No! Yes. Don't do that, girl! Oh my God. Well, the thing is, I probably like jinxed the whole thing, but I felt like it was like happening. Like it was about to go down. Yes. So have you guys talked about me or did at least like... we had. Okay. So you were at least like on the track. Yeah. Okay. And so I was like, "Hmm, let's just Did you for real try on wedding dresses? I tried on one dress. Okay. That's not One dress. And in retrospect, it was really fucking ugly. It looked like a curtain. Oh, no. No, you didn't and I didn't like it. And but that kind of gave 
gave me like an idea of what I of what, what looked good like, on me yeah. and then what didn't. Yeah. So that's my confession. So sorry to interrupt. Look so back. Look, to- look, look. You're not that thirsty because like my boyfriend now, I harass him all the time. Like I had I had him up in K Jewelers. Like I picked out a ring. He knows my ring size. He knows the type. The you lady, gotta let him the know. Lady, the lady wrote down the order number. Like and then she was like, she was so smooth with it. She was like, when you're ready, right? All this is gonna be under your account. Exactly. You know, like when you're ready. You know, and exactly. he was like, oh my god. So, you know, hey, we've all had that moment in time. But I am still yeah. waiting on my ring. You know. I mean, I don't know. Yeah. But, you know, Valentine's Day is coming up. Well, hopefully I won't be waiting much longer. <laughs> um, <coughs> if the boyfriend hears this. Yes. Um, so, yeah, we'll see. Yeah. So, so with Real Housewives of Atlanta, that was Cynthia's issue. She was really liking this guy. She wants to marry him. So finally, she has this big event for something. She opened a wine cellar in Atlanta, a mm-hmm. restaurant. So she had a, well, not a restaurant, but a wine tasting. Um, and she had a big party. It was a big deal. She had all her friends and family coming and things like that. So Candy, if you know Candy um, on the show, she um, found out that Mike was going to propose okay. um, to Cynthia on that night. Okay. So she and then returned text messaged I know it's a lot of players but she then text messaged Kenya Moore who's also ex Miss USA or something like that Um, Kenya Moore who's on the show and said hey where are you Kenya was late she's late Mm -hmm. to everything Mm -hmm. hey where are you you know um, I Mike's going to propose tonight you need to get here you know so you don't miss it right right so Kenya strolls into the party late as hell, mm-hmm. goes straight up to Cynthia, say, hi, hi, how are you? And then all just casual as hell is like, girl, you look so nice tonight. You know, I think Mike's going to propose. Oh, that messy, messy. And it threw Cynthia off. She's like, what? Horror. Cynthia was like, what? Why would you think that? Why would you think that? She's like, oh, I don't know. I just have a feeling. Oh, my God. Candy was there. Candy was. Candy doesn't play. Candy oh was. Shit. I would have been pissed. Oh, Oh my God. And then after the fact, once it happened and both Cynthia and Mike thought about it, they were like, that was really fucked up. Like Kenya ruined his the surprise. The surprise. And he had really gone through a lot of trouble. Like he got the kids, their kids involved. And so he that got was like, like, yeah, intentional shade. It was into, and they're friends. They're mm. friends. So it goes back to like, it, it, it's like, why do people do things like this? And like, you know, I just feel like it's throwing shade for no reason. Like, why yeah. did she do that? She well, ruined a big moment. People love to be messy. They love to be messy. They love it. And if they weren't messy, girl, then we, we wouldn't, wouldn't have a podcast. podcast. So let them be messy, right? Exactly. Let them be messy. Exactly. Thank you, Kenya Moore. That is a really messy. fucked up situation. That's really fucked up. If somebody up, did that, I to would. Me. I don't think I'd be their friend anymore. Exactly. I was going to say that because you, this. She was waiting a long time. She had been waiting and wanting that moment. That was supposed to be her moment. It would have been a huge surprise their whole family and friends were all there and she really fucked up she really ruined it and she and she did it with a smile on her face yeah. now that is pure mess definitely right like i would definitely question that friendship after that shit happened hell yeah so oh i don't know what's gonna so the next episode we're gonna see like more yeah so so they kind of confronted kenya already but she had some bullshit excuse mm-hmm. um and so it's they're gonna talk about it more in the upcoming episodes but her excuse was so it was lame as fuck it was like oh you know i didn't i just had intuition that he was gonna do it. i didn't know and, and candy was like hold up i text you that he was gonna right. do it so it's just a bunch of bullshit but kenya was dead ass wrong right and you know kenya's marriage is falling apart 
Mm, so you think maybe that? So like, I think she's a little bit bitter. Yeah. And I think she was being petty on purpose. I oh, really probably. do. I think she was yeah. mad that her friend was starting her life and things so were good. So she wanted to like pull her down to have a little jab. Oh, come man. down here to my world right, of misery. Right, right, Because misery that's loves company, right? up shit. But that's the real, that's real. Misery loves company. So I think mm. she was just wanting to, t- to knock her down a little bit. Yeah. That's, that's, mm. Yep. I don't know. I don't know. Well, unfortunately, we don't have any messy minutes. No, we don't. We need some. We do. So, again, messyafpodcast at yahoo.com. Send us your messy stories. Please. Completely anonymous. Yes. It can be about you. It can be about the the baby mama down the street. It could be about your cousin, boo-boo, whoever. Your boss at work. It don't even matter. Just don't matter. let us know what that juicy story right. is. It can be very brief. Just kind of give us an idea of what the mess is. And we will give you our honest and maybe sometimes not so great advice. Right. Because, I mean, we're messy too, right? But that's, right. it's all exactly. in good fun. And that will be featured on the podcast. So we hope you guys will uh, continue to to interact and engage in that yes. way and we will have more for you coming pretty soon yes so happy new year. happy new year to everybody please continue to listen and yes. subscribe and you know share our pages on social media yes and we will get back to you before you know it yes all right adios so we're out bye we're out. bye